and welcome to Season 3, Episode 2 of Thoughts of the Roundtable with me, Matt Rebar. And me, Paul Lox. We're really, we're really going to name the episodes now, Season 3, Episode 2. It's more for my sanity of like, which one's this? <laughs> it's like the thing in movies where they go, Season 3, <laughs> Episode 2. And today we're going to get back to our regular kind of programming, to say the least. We had so much to catch up on last time. I missed you. I know. I missed you, too. There's a baby in there, and then a lot of, well, lack of sleep, and then you made a movie, <laughs> and then you also made an album, but we're back. Oh, uh, gosh. I like how Probably going to be sporadic. We both had huge been. life events. You had a baby. I made a movie. I mean... And, um... You know, we're probably still going to be sporadic, but F it. That's how oh, we yeah, live our lives. That's how we what do it. What are you going to do? That's how we do it. I have a New Year's resolution, though. Yeah, I seriously need. Weirdly enough, I'm a millennial. I need to get better with social media. Oh. Really do. In fact, I have an announcement of that today. Oh? Um, I'm finally back on Instagram. <gasps> what? Am I following I, you? I doubt it. I've always had an Instagram. I've just never really used it that much. I think I follow you. And I, I, the funny thing is, is my first picture on... I only have like five pictures. Mm-hmm. The first one is of me and my ex-girlfriend. And then the fourth one is me and my wife. Oh, my God. What's your um, handle on Instagram? Honestly, I have to look it up. Hold oh, on. God. Stand by. Oh, it's stand Paul, by. Paul it Lox should be just 22. Right? Paul Locks 22? It should be, yeah. yeah. And for those who are like, wait a minute, we know Paul's, we don't know mine. Mine is Reebstar, H R I B S T A R. See, I don't even know how to use Instagram. Look at oh, that. it's so easy. Oh, my God. Yeah, see, that's the very first ones of me and my ex girlfriend, wow. and then there's me and my wife. And who would have known that that photo of you and your current wife would be. Get you to have a baby and a house I know. together. That was, well, that actually wasn't too long. When's the last time I posted on here? I'm, I'm May, February 14, 2018. Okay, so it was a while oh, ago. Oh, okay. It was a while ago. And there's two of my cat on there, so. Oh, priorities, okay. I like it. Yeah, I'm kinda, I kind of kind of delve back into Instagram. See, I, the thing is, I never really... Um, oh, Katie's, Katie got one too, a personal one. Look at that. Oh, so cute. Um, but the funny thing is, is... I'd never really have anything to take pictures of. Yeah. And so, like, Twitter's easy. It's just, you know, little memes bloops and, or whatever. Yeah. Um, Facebook's easy. You can just share memes and mm-hmm. stuff. But, like, you got to have actually something to take a picture of for Instagram, and I usually don't. Yeah. And uh, one of the hardest things I did was, two years ago I did this, I took a second, one second video every day. And then compiled it oh, at the end. Oh, I love that. That was so hard to do, though, because I had to remember to take a second video yeah. of everything. I'm you really know good at social media. I just don't like it. It's weird. Like, I, I can do, like, good posts and good content and all that. It just, when it comes down to, like, trying to make, like, an, an active social media person, like, that's just not who I am. Like, I'm on the go. I'm doing things. I'm working. And I don't know. Social media, like, it's a it's a BC list priority for me. So. Hold on. I'm actually going to do one right oh now. Oh, my God. We're doing Instagram posts live. Yep. Right now. Because this is good radio, right? We're just Ooh, getting the mic looking good. My hair is terrible. Oh, hold on. oh God, mine is too. Nothing you're talking about here. Wait, how can that? There we go. I like that. Oh, no, I don't oh, like that. Yeah, bring it back and there we go. There we go. Good. Yeah, I don't look too bad on that one. Well, you know, and that's another thing. I try and I try and just kind of be present. And sometimes, like, I'm not thinking of like, you know, that would be a good Instagram post. And maybe I need to like slow down and actually like take more photos. I guess, but like, I don't know. See, I I just. I'm good with, um, I guess I don't want, I don't want to be that guy and say I'm good with memes, but I really am. Oh, you're a meme knight. But uh, maybe maybe a meme lord. I would give you that. I used to call myself the meme czar. Ooh, I like that. But um, I don't know. I just don't. It's kind of like superficial. Like I have great things to talk about, but I don't really have anything to show. 
Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Spe- like I'm good with social media except Instagram. Instagram yeah. just seems like a different world. I also hate a lot of it. Like the um, what is it? The boomerang. I hate boomerangs. Oh, boomerang. I actually oh kind of like boomerangs. I think that's like a unique way. I don't even know how to do this. Like, how do you post this? This is how dumb I am with this. Is that your story? You want that on your story? No. no oh well, if you're post. gonna put it on your story, you better tag me. All right. You have to tag me because otherwise it's oh not legit. What 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 are you here? Um, what is H-R-I. it again? R-I. Doing it live again. B. Oh, right there. First one. Boom. There we go. Oh, this is so... See, like, I love teaching that. you. Look at that. See, I want to be a teacher, and this is... I'm a just going to put it right over your face. No! Right over your mouth like that. No, put it, like, right... Right yeah. there. Yeah, there you go. That looks cute. Send to. Well, you want on your story, right? I, I just want it on my page, man. Yeah, just put it on your story. Okay. Woo! What you put on your story is things that you, like, don't... Like care that much about? Well, I do care about this. Oh well, then I don't know. Screenshot it. <laughs> Screenshot it. We have spent a lot of time just talking about. That's Instagram. fine, man. You know what? I'll take a different one. Okay. I'll take a different one. Okay. You take them all. Is this is this that interesting? I guess it kind of is interesting. Hey, for all our listeners out there who are like, "Wow, this is the epitome of content." Thank right, you. I'll, I'll work on that later. Just continue, <laughs> continue amongst yourself. Well, do you want to hear a little uh, dead advice with me, Matt? Yeah, I do. While I figure that yeah. out, this out, go ahead. So the question, do we have to offer the job to the only applicant? I live in a very rural, very busy healthcare setting in a department that requires an advanced degree, and it's been tough to recruit because of the geography of where they're located. Last time they had an opening, it took over nine months before they got a applicant. So based on the interview, my director has been hesitant, and then when the references were checked, we really did not want to make an offer. The applicant had been let go from two previous positions for the same problems, performance problems, uh, keeping up with mandatory documentation despite chronic excessive overtime. So the, basically they don't want to hire her. Was HR right? Because they, they tried to strong arm that position to get filled. Is there a legal concern in not offering a position to someone with a poor performance history just because they're the only applicant? And Allison just comes in. She's like, no, there's no legal requirement that you offer a job to the only applicant. You could decide to do a new round of recruitment or not to hire at all. It's possible you have some sort of internal rules that you're bound by. But if so, those are bad rules. Um, yeah, this is kind of funny because it's like, well, it, it kind of goes back to like, you know how they keep bad people on staff like the longest time? Yeah. And it's like, why? Just fire them and get someone new in there. It'll save you time and money. But in this case, there it's like the complete opposite where they like need a body and the one person who's applied in nine months. And then it's like, See, that's I wanna, rough. I want to know what kind of job this is. Because nine, I feel like when I apply for a job, nine times out of ten, it's the opposite. They have 19,000 candidates. And yeah. it takes them 22 years for you to get an email back. It says very rural. So I'm wondering like if it's in the middle of like, I don't even know, boy, not Boise. Boise's busy. I, like, I can't even think of where this would be. But I don't, I don't know. know. That is, I feel like that's a tough position. It's like, do you... Do you give this person a chance? Even well, though- you don't want to hire somebody who's not right for the position. I just don't feel like this is real. <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is it better to have a body? Just well, to it depends on the field. I mean, yeah. it was, are you, is this being a doctor or is this an accountant or yeah. is this a line cook? I mean, what is this? That's the thing. I mean, if it feels like, let's just say that in this work situation, everyone's stressed out because they need like one person. Right. Wait, and say like, again? Let's say everyone's stressed out of their job because they need that one person to fill the job. Uh-huh. So it's like, should they just put someone in there? But again, it a lot depends on what the job is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to answer this without getting more details. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if it's an important role, then obviously no. You don't she said healthcare. Someone. So. Yeah, but that's pretty vague. We all know that's, that's pretty true. vague. 
But I mean, at the same time, like that's a serious job. Do you want to just hire anybody? Especially two. She's been let go twice for performance related problems around not keeping up with mandatory documentation. Despite that, just sounds like a legal overtime. problem more than anything else. Yeah. I don't think it's worth it at that point. Yeah, that sounds like, like I'm. I'm not one for passing over for job people of jobs because I just generally feel bad. But it feels like a legal nightmare on yeah. its way. I don't know. That's tough because it's like sometimes it's like, well, shoot, if we didn't have X, we'd actually get more done. You know, if you have like a colleague who's so inept. But I don't know. All right. Do you want one more? Yeah, go ahead. My coworker is dating a sex offender, and there's a daycare in her building. Well, there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, right? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Talking talk about like a Thanksgiving dinner, like what? So someone I work with is in a relationship with a registered sex offender. Well, the first question is, do they know? Obviously. Well, let's see. She introduced me to him at the work party. I am sure it is not a case of mistaken identity. I had seen him once or twice before at our office, but I had no idea who he was or why he was there. Once I was introduced to him, I recognized him. When I was a student, I spent a summer volunteering at a nonprofit where the mission was to assist child victims of predators. The recognition of him came from my time there. An online search confirms it was him. I don't think anyone else knows about him. It has never come up when I've been there. Our work has nothing to do with children. But our office is located in a building that has on-site daycare for workers of many of the companies and firms who have space in the building. Him coming to our building is a violation because of his status. He isn't allowed to come here because of the daycare. Oh, my God. There's so much in here. Right? So Allison says, she actually gets right to the point. Tell your local police department. They should be able to take it from there, and they're equipped to investigate and enforce the terms of his release. I feel like that's a a cleaner, more direct way to go, as opposed to you trying to address it with your coworker or your company. You could also inform the daycare company directly, but I would do that in addition to not in place of informing the police. I mean, I don't know. What would you do? Well, the problem is, at least from the sounds of it, is that she doesn't know. It sounds like the person dating does not yeah, know. Yeah, and that's, that's what's, scary that's, to me. That's, and number two is, does he know there's a daycare in there? Mm. Like, if you're willfully... Willy, willing? Will, will, willing? Willingly. Willingly? Okay. Willingly. There we go. Dumbass. If you're willingly breaking, you know, whatever rules mm. that you have set up, then obviously that's an issue. Yeah. But if you generally don't know... That is gonna... horrifying to me. That you would be like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pretend it didn't happen. Like that says a lot. Well, obviously, you can't pretend that this is not a thing. Well, like I mean, if she doesn't know that she's dating someone who's a sexual predator. Well, you're talking about her point of view. I thought I mean, you were talking about the friend. Oh no, no, I'm talking from the point of view of like this friend who's dating a sexual. Like if she doesn't know, like that's horrible. That's horrifying. Do you have you ever background checked a date like before you've gone on? No. I've never gotten that far where I feel like I've needed to do anything like that. Or... I've never done that, but I wonder if anyone's ever done that. Before. I have a really good judge of character too. Yeah, I mean, I and think also the you people generally that I talk if, to are like. Oh. I think you generally know where you're fishing, whether you're going to pull up a carp <laughs> or a know, piranha. When like, someone puts "Where are you?" with an R and a U, I'm like, "Ooh, I'm out." <laughs> That's like a say. When they, when they, they text a... you back and it come, becomes up a green bubble. <laughs> do you think there's a correlation of people who text like R, like the letter R instead of R or U instead of U? Is there a correlation of people who text like that to crime? To crime. Yeah, I'd be fascinated if like criminals and deviants are more likely. Oh, you to... don't know if this exists. Yeah, I'm just curious. This is very curious. And you do, it's a study a do, do a study on yourself. Oh, there's some. Do a double blind. Because I would, I refuse to do the letter U for you. Because a, it's three letters. I'll. You would just collect uh, collect fifty people, fifty <laughs> random people. <laughs> yeah. Have them text you. You're right. And but then I... check their criminal records. <laughs> <laughs> sir, were you? Do you have a felony, sir? 
What if he did this with your friends and he found like some deep seated? Yeah, crap? I don't want to know any of that. I really don't. I don't have any I because don't, I don't have any any friends to begin with, so it's perfect. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I don't have anything going but, on in my background. I'm not worried about it. You know what's even more fascinating than that? That we're on this topic because what I love about this podcast, real quick to plug this podcast, is like we can literally talk about anything, and I appreciate that. But can you imagine willfully dating a serial, like not a serial killer, a sexual like offender or pervert? forget that? What about those people who literally like? Married write, write and, to people like yeah. they meet them in prison like there's there's people who yeah. will write to prison well i think that is crazy like the people who why get married would, why would to anybody do that because they, they, they i think it's the fame or like the acknowledgement or like no see it's a no name so it's, it's a no name maybe it's possessiveness because they know that like she he's not going to be with any other woman besides me i guess but going back to my point because you know let's let's say you know you're talking to someone and you really like them and then you find out you're there that they're a sexual predator or Something happened that they're a sex offender. I mean, and that's the thing. There's so many different levels of being a sex offender. I mean, there's, you know, you can be someone who's raped or someone who has, you know, molested all the way to like, you know, if you, let's say you got drunk and you pee in public and got caught by a cop, you can be a sexual offender right. for that. But like, I mean, let's just say you're talking to someone and you're like, oh, I really like them. And then that comes up. I mean, is that like an automatic, like, how do you react to that? I don't know. There's that's so many so, things that go into it. I know. But there's people who like, will be with really messed up like se- like true sexual offenders who then still like I don't know I'm gonna date or get married to them or whatever and that part is like whoa really to me I don't know yeah but you, you not everybody thinks the same I want to talk to those people though I do I really we're obviously do. not in that mindset I want to be like I just want like I'm not, I would never come from from a judging yeah. standpoint I just be like why well do you think it's just because they're like well I really like him and he told me that you know after eight or ten dates and it didn't affect how I felt about him. Is that the main? Is I can't that the, answer because I don't have that that, yeah. that logic. I I'm just. Know. I think. It, I think it must be some kind of combination of like if the if the if the sexual offense crime isn't that serious, maybe it has to do with that a little bit, but also it has to do with like when it's told and then how they feel. I mean, especially like there's a lot of people out there that are desperate for love. That is true, and I feel like sometimes, like, yeah, have you seen Love Is Blind on Netflix? I'm. I just finished The Circle. On oh Netflix. my god, did you love The Circle? No I, spoilers. I, I, but oh my god, I absolutely adored it. If, and it was one of those. Tra- I knew it was gonna be one of those trash TV shows, but man, was it good! It wasn't that trashy for me. I thought it was a positive. I'm surprised to one. I'm not really. I'm not. We'll talk after because I don't want to spoil it. If you but love, I'm, I'm just starting. Love is blind. I like. I just got into it. I well, I just saved it to my um, okay my queue. So I'm not, I haven't watched yeah. anybody yet, but I'm gonna. I don't want to spoil either. They're both great shows. If you like psychological reality, TV, well, I like it since both, I like the circle. Yeah, I think okay. so. But the thing with love is blind, and this isn't a spoiler. This is just kind of the facts. You you picked this up in the first five minutes. They're all desperate for marriage. They're all desperate for Are the love of their life. Are they playing it up, though, because it's a reality show? I mean, I feel like you can play it up, but, like, you have to go into this, like, they go into it knowing that, like, if they meet someone, the idea is that they get married, you know, within a month of meeting the person. Did you ever watch the, it's kind of a, it kind of, when I watched The Circle, it kind of reminded me of it because they're all isolated. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever brought this up to you before. Do you remember the show Quarantine? No, what is Nobody that? Nobody remembers this show, and I'll, every once in a while I'll come across it mm-hmm. online and remember it. It was a game show. Okay. Uh, I think done by Game Show Network. And only, it was only one season. It was like one and done. Mm-hmm. And they were going to do another season, but I can only imagine the legal issues. Um, there was 10 people, I believe, mm-hmm. and they were all quarantined. They were mm-hmm. essentially, they were all in their own room and they were never allowed to leave. They couldn't see anything else. The only thing they could interact with was this computer. Mm-hmm. Like it was like Siri, basically. Yeah. And they would have to do tasks and pretty simple things. And it would be. 
whoever does this the longest and whoever does it the shortest amount of time gets eliminated. It was like a million dollar prize or something. Wow. And it would be like the most mundane things. Like the very first one I'll never forget was they had to stand uh, barefoot on a rubber welcome mat. Literally, that's it. That's all you had to do. But the thing is, they didn't tell you when the other people in quarantine got off the mat and lost. Wow. And you had to stand the longest time in order to win. And so the first person got like stepped off literally like an hour in, Mm -hmm. but the other people didn't know that. And one guy stood on this welcome mat for like 17 hours to the point where like his body was like borderline convulsing because he was in so much pain. Wow. And the person before him had got off the mat like seven hours earlier. So you basically went seven extra hours for literally no reason. Wow. And then the very last challenge was is they had to lay on a hammock of three chains. Like one chain down the middle and two chains on the side. And then these people stayed on it for I think like... 36 hours because there's only two of them left yeah. and so they stayed on so long they eventually took the middle chain out so then we just basically hanging over two chains and they stayed on for like another day and they were like bleeding from the stuff and the one guy ended up staying on the hammock like nine, 19 hours or something longer than oh. the person second it was ridiculous like it was, it was like it was literally kind of like torturing people yeah but and so I'm not. I'm kind of not surprised it never came back. But maybe it would be different if they could see each other, or if there was they were told like, I don't know. Yeah. Or if they stopped it after the the one person. I don't know. And then the the That's one rough. the one thing. And then they would they every once in a while they wouldn't let them sleep. They'd play music all uh. night long. To like kids, like oh my god, this show is like or they would like porn. They would they would uh, shine on bright lights every fifteen minutes, so you could never really fall asleep. It was ridiculous. Jesus Christ! There was one where they had to they had twenty words, Mm -hmm. uh, just random words that or maybe more, like Mm forty words that uh, like spelled out a sentence, like they're on blocks. And the sentence was scrolling on the screen, but it was going like super fast. And they had to figure out the sentence, like the sentence. Whoever did it first got like a night of sleep or something. And it was like, so they had to figure out the sentence on the screen that was like going blazingly no fast. No wonder that they get sentence. To- that's, like, that's like Black Mirror. That's like Black Mirror. But level. then I, th- I think at the very end, like no one could build this. So then they went the opposite. Like it was one word for like every 20 minutes. So then you would forget what like three words ago was because yeah. it was an hour earlier. Jesus. <laughs> That is insane. Oh, man, I miss that show. Yeah, you love that. I, I'm, like, horrified. Well, it's been another great episode. It has. Yeah. Now, Paul's going to go and do some uh, Instagram things. You have a lot to learn. I know. Young Padawan. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Until the next time, peace out. Paul Ox 22. Later. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>